Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. It's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. The Beach Boys are always good in the winter, are they? Even though this song is really nothing at all to do with the beach or waves or anything like that. Anyway, welcome back to the show. So we've once more, as is tradition, locked Mario in the room. We have Mario Sacco here. We did the last two hours, and uh, we don't let you leave. That's uh, that's the way this works here. We don't let you leave. You, we, you can't get paid till you get out the door. I think that's how this works. I'm just here to talk Australian Open uh, parlay. My goodness, are you? We're talking about today. Yeah, we're, we're here to celebrate the life and times of Andy Murray. Rest his soul. 11th comeback uh, for me. Yeah, so we, we killed him. I don't know. A match to 4 a.m. Australian time. It, it might do. You made do me watch in. a six-hour tennis match. Yeah. That's what you get. No. Um, yeah, a busy weekend. Obviously, everyone's looking forward to the football, but uh, for Syracuse basketball, take care of business. Just, you know, have a game like the Virginia Tech game where it never really mm-hmm. was in doubt and, and you did what you had to do. Um, hopefully, Judah bounces back. I've watched Georgia Tech now a couple of times, cutting back videos. Like, not no, good. no one stands out. No, no. not good. And, and we had the the play by play Andy on Orange Nation beforehand, and he talked about how in the past they've had that guy that you know can hit that 15 footer in the zone. Well, they don't have that this year. Like, rebound the basketball and win the basketball game. Yeah, that, Georgia Tech's a weird thing. Like Josh Pastner. That's so, I asked about him. I said like, seven he, years. Like, how do you rate? Because he was the hot name, you know? He was in Memphis. Like, yeah, he followed Cal Perry. And he's had one good year at Georgia Tech. Like. One tournament. And, and you know, this is where you... I have no idea what his contract status is, but this is where you're worried as any um, money sport coach. Uh, their AD is new Yeah. in October. He hired a new football coach, sort of, in that they kept their interim. So he hasn't really gotten to do anything all that fun yet. Well, hiring a basketball coach, that's... That's happy, fun time. So I don't know. Like, and again, Georgia Tech, it's a hard gig. Like, Bobby Kremens had it rolling there. That's 30, that's, it's 30 years ago. And that's what I mentioned. Like, legitimately in the ACC, I said a third of the coaches, you could see maybe half the league turning over in the next two to three years. Yeah. And it's just weird here. And we'll get into this uh, a little bit later in the show. The weird part is specifically, and this goes for all of you listening to us, like, if you're a Syracuse fan, observer, whatever, like, everything is changing. At a rapid speed. At a rapid speed. So it's like you're uh, in Star Wars yeah. episode. But, but we, we sit here, and, you know, Jim Beheim's here and has been here. And like, he's, he's it's like one of those things he's he's been here forever. And, like, the universe exists around him. So, like, Mike Bray retiring or fired, you know, whatever it is. Like, Can't, well, gently shoved out the door. Well, Mike Bray was new when Jim Beheim was here. Yeah. Jim Beheim still is 15 years older than Mike Bray. And now Mike Bray is gone. That's confusing to Syracuse people. To like the rest of the world, it's like, all right, yeah. Well, yeah. To us, it's like, what? <laughs> Mike Bray? Yeah. Well, he's like 30. This can't be. No, no, he's 63. Yeah. Like, he's just and coaching for 23 years yeah, in Notre Dame. Like, yeah, exactly. He's retiring like a slightly, he took like an early buyout. He's retiring slightly early. Yeah. It's like if you leave a state job, would they buy out when you're I, 63 I, and I a half? I asked Steve, how do you picture that job? The Notre Dame job? Like, it, it, it's eh. Like it's a good like in the in the grand scheme of life, it's a good job in the grand scheme of basketball jobs. But is it is it 
a top half ACC basketball job? It's a hard get. To, it's I it's mean, a very you're hard, it's a hard to, job. Like you win twenty games at Notre Dame, I, I think you're doing a good job. I I I don't know that. Like there's just, a reason. Like there, there's well, a very short list of things you can remember about the history of of Notre Dame basketball. And uh, Digger Phelps beat UCLA. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't so know if anyone's ever heard about that one. Might be. Uh, that was um, 50 years ago, and it's still on the short list. Digger Phelps beat UCLA in, in a thing that's probably more impressive than we give it credit for. Notre Dame won the ACC tournament once. Yep. They beat Duke and Carolina on back-to-back days in Greensboro and won the ACC tournament. And we, we salute anyone in the league that's not from the state of Carolina that can pull that off. Uh, it's uh, Syracuse people, and then they made back-to-back elite eights. Yeah, no Final Four. I get it. Like in the grand scheme of college basketball coaches, like Mike Bray's not going down as an all-time great. He doesn't have a championship or a Final Four or or anything like that. But he, he was a, a very good coach, I think, for a long time, and a tough place to win. It's a very tough place uh, to win there because you know he said. When like, does JJ Starling watch? Uh, when does that start? Have we not started it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the portal right now. I'm looking at it, right. watching. Jay, no, John, no. Uh, yeah, well, you just and who knows? Like, you, you you pick Notre Dame when you pick Notre Dame, you, you do it for a lot more reasons than the head coach. But well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Everyone's on Portal Watch now. Everyone in the country. Uh, basketball game tomorrow. Like Syracuse should win. Uh, those are famous last words, though, right? Road game, ACC. Uh, I saw you, last night with the SU women. Yeah, like, uh, Georgia Tech, zero and seven. I know you can't compare the two teams, but you can a little bit. Uh, game you should win and, mm-hmm. and you stumble on the road. Syracuse has done it in the past down at Georgia Tech a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, the men have. Uh, the women never win there. That's, this 20, had, 2015. That uh, is, yeah, Georgia Tech's had better teams over that time than yeah. the one they have uh, this year, So the but they've had some inexplicable losses in the, that building over the... Uh, the yeah, they, they've had some Alexis Peterson, I think, once shot like three for 79 yeah, in the building. Uh, those numbers are closer than they should be. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a weird it's a, it's a weird place to play. I don't know if tough. It's weird, which makes it tough. <laughs> How about that? It's like the atmosphere is just always weird because there's like six people there. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. off in an odd way because it could be really cool. Like, yeah. You pack that place out, it would be cool. And then uh, yeah, the Q's football assistant coaches will hit that. Mike Schmidt down the road. This is turning into an odd off season. And again. We, we don't know the result yet. So I, I don't know if we can say it's a bad offseason for Dino. Maybe he goes, hits a home run, and hires five new guys. But it, it's weird the way the season went. You're 6-0, and happy, fun time vibes. Everyone's in a good mood. We know it falls apart a little bit, but you had a winning record. But, man, now half your staff is gone. This is a tough spot here. This is a big offseason for Dino. Yeah, and it's tough to preach that family mentality when, when you got guys... Yeah. shuffling in and out like it, the Ohano's off to Starkville yeah like to uh, Winston and each is for a different reason and we, and we understand that but five in one year especially it's not like you're losing the well you, you did lose the the cornerbacks coach but you yeah. know quarterbacks coach linebackers coach and well yeah you lost your um, two strength coaches so to say like yeah, your OC you lost your your main guys when it comes to Besides the head coach. Like. Yeah, it's your OC, your DC, uh, your offensive line coach from back-to-back uh, unbelievable running teams, yeah. uh, and your lead recruiter in Florida and your lead recruiter in the Mid-Atlantic. Uh, but besides that, yeah. it's all good. Going uh, well. So, and again, individually, okay, I can come up with reasons for each individual case. It's just a lot of things. And I, I think more than anything, setting aside, and we'll hit this in about an hour or so, a little bit more in depth, you know, it could work out. 
you know, heck, you lost some recruiters. You might bring in better recruiters. I don't know. You lost an O-line coach. You might bring in a better one. Jason Beck, maybe he's the young, hot thing. Maybe he was... Maybe he was more the sauce than Robert and I with why some of this stuff worked. Maybe he and Garrett Schrader are going to make magic this year. I I don't know. Like you lost Tony White, but Rocky Long, the dude, like is tinkering and creating the thing. Maybe your defense will be even better. Like it could work out. Uh, the optics, though, like the optics versus the reality, it's terrible optics for the program. And and, and I looked at you said the world of college sports is changing every day. And I looked the other day and, and I read you know. Syracuse loses five assistant coaches and mm-hmm. a handful of players to the portal. And then I look at Texas A&M, who lost 25 <laughs> kids Everybody. this year to the portal. Numerous four and five stars. Like, it's just happening. Like, yeah. And it's tough to put a finger on. But And that's why I think you're seeing coaches saying, hey, you know, I- I've had enough. Like. I don't need to do this anymore. Right. Well, I mean, it can go. It goes into the Mike Bray thing a, a little bit. Like people are like, "Is he ever going to coach again?" I mean, I clearly could get another job tomorrow if he wants it. My bet is this is it. He rides off into the sunset. And well, I okay, Steve, get any I TV think, job he wants. You make a great analyst somewhere. And, oh yeah. You know, he can literally go do the rest of Digger Phelps' career. Like <laughs> if the, he wants the, to. The main one that shocked me was like Jay Wright, like him. Yeah. Thing. Like that. That was the main shocker when it comes to coaches in the last couple of years. Yeah. At the same time, these guys have made you know they made a crap ton of money. Yeah, there's worse things in life than you know go enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> hang get out, a, get a golf ball around, yeah, go do that. Like uh, maybe play some small bets on Australian Open parlays. Mike, whatever you, you want to do, you're Mike. not allowed to do that. Ask what, the coach what, of the Irish. Whatever you want to do, Mike, when it's over with. Uh, yeah. After that, he'll be he'll be retired in time for the French Open. Get, you, you, another, get, the you, next major. get you another Lamborghini to drive around. We'll see what he knows about clay court tennis. He can <laughs> he can do that. Maybe the grass court season. Uh, they they love uh, p- doing uh, the punting over there across the pond, as they call it. He can go over there and and bet on Wimbledon. Bet on Andy Murray in his own country. Yeah, there you go. There we are. That's what Mike Bray's going to do this <laughs> summer, right. not Mario, but Mike. All right. Um, speaking of your picks, Mario, a uh, two and four last week. Um, so five hundred the last two weeks. We'll give you that forty-seven and fifty-seven on the year. Just. Get yep. me back to 500. That's all I'm asking for. I'm gonna need a couple. You're gonna just. You're gonna need, uh, need yeah. Some good weeks. Four, five straight four and two weeks. You're there. That's one way to do the math. Way to look at it that way. I did give you a money line pick last week, so you I, hit that. So I, like I, I you, hit a little. I got you a little plus money on that side, but and you gave me a money line pick on the one game I actually cared about the result. Yeah. So you did have the Giants money line. So I, I will. I thank you for that. Fair enough. I didn't win any money on it. Like I wasn't going to bet on the Giants in that game. They had too much going in that game. <laughs> too much riding on that emotionally already. We're, we weren't getting into that pot. Jack, that lovely open that you made for me. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Good thing you're in studio. Where is it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's here. I just got to find where I put it. Uh, you you are Sacco. Yeah, it's this one. It's time for Mario to make you money. Your money? You know what else? You're a big winner. Or maybe not. And it's gone. Money. Here's the Sacco six-pack. Good thing you reminded me about yeah. It's only like th- week three of the Open. I'm not in the groove yet, yeah, but we'll uh, here we go. It. The pens have stunk lately, Brian, and I should always, you know, stop going with my gut, but I'm going to go with them again. I told Steve last night to take the Sabres, and they rallied for a win. Mm-hmm. Alex Tuck scoring in that game. Paige Thompson didn't score, though. That kind of hurt me a little bit. But mm. uh, give me the Penguins. They can't lose to Ottawa twice, like in the same week in a home-and-home series. They're minus 150 on the money line, so you're not getting as much, but give me the pens on the money line against uh, the Senators tonight. Okay. Then uh, the rest of my picks, we're going all NFL. I like it. Give me a teaser. 
with the Chiefs and Giants. Teasing the Chiefs down to minus three. The Giants up to 13 and a half. We just had John Ryan on, and he's right a lot of times. He does not like the Giants. I tried to tease him up to a very big number, and the Chiefs down to a small one. So give me that tease. I also have the Bills Bengals over 48 and a half. I, I do like in this one, if you don't want to place it at the very beginning, like maybe wait after that first quarter and see if that goes down just a little bit. Okay, and do the a little in-game over? Yeah, um, but we'll, we'll take it as is at, at 48 and a half in that game. The weather, they say, I think I heard you and uh, Steve, now, now this is the advantage of working at a TV station. It sounded like he went over to the... Uh, that's that's what I was getting at to wait on that one. Yeah. To see if it's like actually snowing or if it's downpouring, then I would... You know. Yeah, I, I, wind is the thing you worry about the most, yeah. so they say, but I, I wouldn't want a deluge either. You want a little light fluffy snow, you can score points in light fluffy snow. Yeah. All right, uh, Cowboys. I rode with them last week. I'm going to ride with them this week, plus four. Plus, is that what the line is right now? Cowboys plus four over the Niners? Yeah. I got one prop bet for you in the NFL. Uh, anytime touchdown, Diggs. It's 105 on that one. Like, Josh Allen's going to look for Diggs. Yeah, it was either that or Dawson Knox continues to score touchdowns for that football team. Like, what is it? It's like six in the last five weeks, yeah. five in the last six weeks, something like that. Um, but, but I'm going to go with Diggs here. I mean, last week, uh, Josh surgically attached the football to... to uh, <laughs> to knock to the end zone. Literally. Like, 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 hey, I don't know. How all you got to do is do this, and the ball ball's ball, going to be right in your The lap. ball hit his hand so hard it couldn't bounce off. It, yeah. it like, bored into it. It was unbelievable. All right. Uh, yeah, so I got digs on, on that one. And my last one, um, I lied to you. It wasn't all NFL. My last one uh, is tonight, actually. Okay. Little hoops? Little hoops. NBA, Jalen Brunson, prop bet, 26.5 points. Give me the over. Uh, who are the Knicks playing today? They got Atlanta in Atlanta. Has Jalen Jay, Brunson scored that many points? I, uh, I don't pay. Any. Yeah, you want sure. you want me to give you those? those? I, I mean, I will believe you. I just uh, no, I got I got some good ones here for you. I mean, he was with Luca last year. You don't get to score as much. No, uh, Jalen Brunson's last. Oh Jesus, going back uh, to the ninth. So forty-four points, thirty-four points, thirty-four points, twenty-seven, twenty-six, thirty-two. That's a lot of points. That's analysis right there. That's a lot of points. All right, so uh, Mario's got tonight. He's got a little hockey. He is uh, gone again with his Penguins. They let him down last week. Uh, he's got a uh, money line Ottawa tonight in the association. Jalen Brunson over 26.5 tonight in the football. Tomorrow, it is a tomorrow teaser. So these are both tomorrow games. You'll know quickly. Chiefs uh, down to minus three. Giants up to 13.5. Bills Bengals going over 48.5. The Cowboys on Sunday. In the late game, plus four over the Niners and back to that Bills game. Stephon Diggs, who works himself into the end zone. That's a win for you at minus 105. And that. Let's do it. That's the six pack uh, this week. I'm trying to just quick, uh, quick little preview ahead to the man that sort of knows. Looking for any direct conflict in your picks. I was going to say that. Mm, the, no direct, uh, no right. direct conflict. All right. uh, no direct conflict in your pick. Did he go golf this week? Uh, no, uh, but there's college hockey. College cool. hockey tonight. Not the National Hockey League. College pucks coming up. ECAC college hockey picks from the man that sort of knows. That's a tease for you. Cornell Quinnipiac on there. Um, Can't be. It's a New York team. Uh, yeah, so we, there are New York team involved. Though yeah. Quinnipiac, uh, it did lead me to, uh, once I got the picks, I did just for the heck of it, go look at the, <laughs> look EC- at the ECAC standings. Well, I wanted to see who's still in the ECAC because, uh, you know, grew up going to RPI games. Yeah. They are toward the bottom of the table this year. Sorry to Rensselaer. 
Um, uh, but yeah, Quinnipiac first in the ECAC, but they yeah. will not be featured. Bobcats, pretty good at hockey. There's also going to be a pick from the man that who sort of knows. He has already picked a line that does not yet exist. He is so confident in it. That's breaking new ground. Mario sticks to lines that exist. Yeah, I can barely get ones that exist. Right, that exist that uh, I think uh, I'm on go. the right side. There you go. All right. All right. That Brian, is Mario. Seeing you, buddy. We're going to let Mario leave. We're going to take a break here from Jim Beheim when we come back. Get into the hoops game tomorrow. Man who sort of knows to end the hour. Next hour. Into a little orange football and Randy Waters, the Georgia Tech radio color analyst. That's the program today. We'll take a break. Much more to come after this. It's QSportsTalk.com, ESPN Radio.